This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire. And I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. When we last left our heroes, they were riding higher than a philosophy major, the wind at their backs and a song in their step. Delighted to learn that it was okay that they killed a child, they make the journey to Ruleshaven with renewed vigor. But as the hours start piling up like student debt bills, shadows grow longer, and the dry mountain air gets colder and colder. It's dusk now, the anti-dawn, and the giggles of pranksters anew begin to fill the air. They seem to be getting closer and closer. Did you hear that? Hear what? I thought I heard the laughs of pranksters anew. Oh, no, no, I doubt it. I imagine we're just simply experiencing post-traumatic stress laughter. (laughs) I don't know. I think I hear the laughs of pranksters anew. Yeah, so what if there are new pranksters? We'll kick their asses and bop them on their heads before they have time to pull out a whoopee cushion. (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking we're going to want to be inside tonight. Oh, if that's Uh, an option. Is that allowed now? Was it not allowed earlier? We've been spending so much time in the wilderness, I just... Part of me internalized that for some reason it was against the rules. Oh, Dubonsby, I don't know if he's talking about, like, a hotel. I think maybe we're talking, like, a cave situation. Uh, yeah, bingo. I'm glad that two of us are smart. Me, of course, being the other one. Yeah, I'm talking about a cave situation. We're gonna want to go inside of a cave. Because let me tell you, the thing about caves, pranksters fear to tread inside a cave. Why? Uh, well, I'll tell you why. The natural beauty of caves fills pranksters with a mischief-killing awe and a humbled reverence. Many of them convert to the worship of the cave goddess Lorraine on the spot as soon as they enter one. Damn, it's like you've memorized the sides of a painting at a museum. Yeah, yeah maybe I did. <laughs> Definitely going to a cave. That's fun. Are we, uh, but like, are we getting any closer to Ruleshaven? How much farther do we have to go through the switchblades? Look, it's a maze, okay? Sometimes you go forward, you go back, you feel like you're really far behind, but you're actually getting really close. Hold up, do you, do you know the way? Yeah, of course I know the way. Really? Yeah. Because you just called it a maze and that sometimes you have to go back and forward and... It's, yeah, it's, I was describing all the hallmarks the, of being lost. Sure, sure, it definitely looks like being lost. If you got like a small brain that's like uh, not super wrinkly, but my brain is big as shit. It's almost popping out of my goddamn skull. Do you know the way or don't you, Hot Roddy? I know the way. I know the way. Look, just chill out, okay? 
I had to apologize earlier. If you guys make me apologize again, I could die. I just lost my jacket. Just trust me, okay? <laughs> if you want the jacket back, you can come and get it any time, bub. <laughs> no, I actually don't want it back is the fucking thing. <laughs> well, you actually just said that you, you actually just said that losing it hurt you, and since you claim to be so strong, then maybe you... Uh, Bello, help me, fa- Bello, help me finish this riff. <laughs> no, you're really sort of like... You know, you're really off topic right now, Stir Fry? Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I meant to butt in because I thought you needed the help, but I guess you don't need to. He pulls, he turns up the jacket, he turns up the collar of his jacket and walks back next to Cordelia. Is that jacket, like, cursed? No. I mean, maybe it is now because a smelly little piece of shit is wearing it. No, you're not wearing it anymore. No, Stir Fry is the smelly little piece of shit. I swear to God. How dense can you be? I thought you took after me. By the way, physically, you do take after me. Not at all. No, he no, doesn't. Yeah, 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 you do. You look a, a lot like bit, me. A little bit, but It's not... like looking Cordelia, not at what? all. The little is blue. Thank you to Bonesby. You're welcome. So do you know the cave that we're going to, or are we just going to, like, pick a cave? No, I know the cave we're going to. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Well, how far is it? It's not far. In fact, uh, it, it might just be right around this curve. Are there any amenities? In the cave? Yeah. Yes. We got people who live in the cave. They have a whole life inside the cave. Yeah, if they can do it, we can do it. Oh. Eh, civilization? Sort of. Look, there's not. we're not talking like a cave city, but there's definitely cave dwellers. Oh, um, okay. Oh, Cordelia, I see it. It's the jawline. It's like a yeah, right? dissimilar jawline. I don't jawline. see it. Thank, bit... thank you, Elby. Belophion has a tail. Yeah, tell us something we don't know, Mia Moore, not. <laughs> Bello, uh, <laughs> Bello pokes stir-fry in the side with his tail. Ah! Ah! Hey, I never knew it was actually a pointy little tail. It looks pointy, never knew it actually was. <laughs> it tickles me. Hot Roddy's eyes are going to dart to the side, and he's going to look at stir-fry really quickly and look back into himself. He's going to say, holy shit, that was actually pretty good. I can't believe that guy can hang. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I didn't know you had control of your tail. Oh, yeah, I always have. Can you... Alvy's face is beet red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you, uh, like, how dexterous is it? Like, can it, can it, like, lift something up? I just want to know, like, what do you do with it? Like, what kind of stuff do you do? Like, normal stuff. Bella lets go of his quarterstaff, and his tail wraps around it, <gasps> and then Ooh. and then his tail lifts up his quarterstaff and like does a little twirl of his oh! of the staff. Oh my god! Well, so we all agree then that the bully mancer who I have sworn to never say his name again does not have a prehensile tail and does not resemble Belothion. No, it's the ju- it. It doesn't matter. Yep, it doesn't yep. matter. But yeah, I think let's... the group landed on. We look the same. Let's find a cave right up here. Hot Roddy has led you to what appears to be a sheer cliff wall extending upwards. The red bluff stands before you imposingly. Nature's linebacker. A stupid person, or perhaps a poet, would say this cliff is one mile high. It's not due to space, but it's well over a thousand feet. It's impossible to see up above. Were you map makers, you'd receive neither blame nor scorn for calling it a day and marking this as the edge of whatever map you were charting. Oh, is this one of those painted walls? Bello, do you want to check this one too? Bello is going to poke the wall with his tail. 
He's yeah, just having the... a moment with his tail right now. Something's sure, awakened sure. within him. It's 26 episodes. And we, <laughs> and we have been given the gift it of a tail. It keeps the show fresh. His tail's been like tied up this whole time and it's like the like you like take the glasses off and, it shakes oh, Bello, it, yeah. you're beautiful <laughs> yeah. i can't wait till we get to acknowledge to bonesby's rollerblades <laughs> it's coming it's coming that's episode 61 uh you tap the side and it seems to just be like sheer rock wall so bello still reaching out with his tail taps the rock wall uh to do shave and a haircut you can hear sort of a like a groaning, grumbling like movement inside of the wall, um, but it stops. It seems almost like it's hit a snag or something. And Hot Roddy points it, uh, and Bella goes, "What was that?" Oh, uh, just like this thing I know. That was good. That was really good. Wait, can I try? Yeah, yeah, of course, Albie. Oh, uh, excuse me. My son was doing something. <laughs> I said she could. Okay, yeah. Excuse me. My son was just giving you permission. So go ahead. Knock, 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 knock. The groaning from before, uh, you it almost feels, uh, it sounds mechanical. It's almost like the uh, uh, a large clock is sort of is moving and uh, it, the wall begins to shake and rumble and loose rocks are knocked, uh, uh, are knocked from the, the cliff wall as a cave mouth opens up about 10 feet wide and 10 feet tall. Bellow! Good job giving uh, your friend permission to open the open the door. And self, good job having a son like Bello who knows when to step aside. Albie, good job. And then she stops. Albie, good job. <sighs> the cave mouth has completely opened now, and uh, you are standing in front of an entrance to a cave. I'd like to walk in. Of course. Stirfriya struts in, going, All right, everyone, let's see what we got here. Nothing too dangerous, I hope. It won't matter, because if it was, we'll knock out the the bad ones who make us feel scared, which no one will, because we are too brave. Let's go! Also, I had a question. How did one of you almost know the password to this door in a cave we've never seen before, and one of you completely knew it? First try, guessed it. Sorry, Frederick, I guess it wasn't written down in your little book. Guess you don't need to know it. Guess everything that's not in the book you don't know, eh? Sorry about that. Let's go. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Whoa, yeah, fuck yeah, that ruled! And he's gonna go for a high five for Stir Fight. Stir Fight's gonna give it right back. Ooh. Cool, yeah, Hot Roddy takes two damage and uh, <laughs> just like right to the hand. He goes, oh, fuck! That was good, though. All right, I'd like an answer from someone who knows the, who, who knows the correct thing. Yeah, I bet you would. I bet you'd like a lot of things. I'm curious about a magical door that just opened. Oh, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're curious about a lot of things. I'm sure you're curious about where your jaw went. Let's go. <laughs> Listen to me, Hot Roddy. No! You! And he's gonna just like make noise. You have told you me! Talk. You have no told me the secrets boring. to your powers! No thanks! Do you want me to be kind to you? Cordelia just steps around this and walks in without me. This is so frustrating! I don't like it! Bello is going to cast Expensive Coast Sun on his quarterstaff, uh, causing it to shine a pleasant orange light. And allowing uh, it to illuminate the cave walls as he enters. Incredible. So as you guys enter the cave... So Hot Roddy is going to turn back to De Bonesby and say, Uh, you coming in or are you going to stand out here? Disembarking! Yeah, that's right. 
I'm the winner of every interaction. And he walks into the cave uh, with you guys. The cave walls glow orange, uh, illuminated right. by Bellows. Oh, well, oh, from cool. by you, yeah, yeah. No, no, that wasn't. <laughs> it would have been dark. You, it would yeah. have been a very different scene. But because of the expense of Kosan, the cave walls glow uh, with a warm, uh, refreshing, relaxing orange. And you see around you a. This is a large, empty, uh, open cave. You see stalagmites. You see stalactites. Uh, you see little pools. You hear the dripping, the drip, drip, dripping of water, and you smell. Uh, this smells like, I wish I knew a better way to describe it. This smells like the E.T. ride at Universal Studios. Uh, <laughs> it is that very distinct, musty, uh, almost artificial smell. Um, Albie is going to turn to Cordelia uh, while they're walking through and uh, say, Hey, um, by the way, what were you talking to DeBonesby about back there? He was talking to Hot Roddy. No, no, like before when, you know, when I pulled Bello aside and you pulled DeBonesby aside. Yeah. Yeah, what were you guys talking about? It seemed kind of intense. Oh, yeah, so he's um, channeling powers through my body. What? Yeah. It's kind of cool, but also not acceptable if he doesn't ask, so that's what we were talking about. Wait, is that something you guys have been practicing? No, who knew, right? Yeah, because I thought he couldn't really cast spells. Yeah. It might oh. be, I, he might be parasitic. I really don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. That sounds awful. It's okay. I feel like we've got a good handle on it. Oh, good. Yeah. How are you doing? Wait, what did you talk about? Oh, with Bello? Yeah. Um, uh, she blushes. What did you talk about? Uh, well, I just, I told him, I told him that, um, that I didn't mm-hmm. want to be told that I wasn't ready for a relationship and that, you know, that didn't mean that I was um, demanding anything from him. Just that I, you know, I wouldn't have said it if I wasn't ready. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you said something. I guess so. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I do. That was a good thing. I'm glad you said that. I think that's really important to d- make that distinction. I'm glad you're able to say it yourself. I but guess we're also, really smart. What? <laughs> I was just going to say, if, if there's ever something like that that you don't feel comfortable expressing yourself, I'm happy to deliver any messages that you'd like me to. Really? Yeah, and I can do it with my fists. <laughs> and she starts shadow boxing Cordelia a little bit. <laughs> Cordelia tackles her. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, as you guys get up, you see your own shadows uh, illuminated ah. on the orange. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> That was huge. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Have you never seen a shadow before? <laughs> it's just been a while. I don't know. No, I've seen shadows. Shut up, Hot Roddy. Well, you shut up. What's the wrong? You what shut are up, being Hot mean Roddy. to me? I didn't do anything ever to anyone, and everyone's being rude to me. You're right, Hot Roddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm forgiven. <laughs> See, I'm a Yay. good man. <laughs> I go up for a high five. Yeah, he's going to take two more damage. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, Hot Roddy's going to point around. He's going to... Put a finger in his mouth and stick it up and go, yeah, just like I thought. No wind in here. Why would there be wind in here? Yeah, just like I thought. Don't give people high fives if you're licking your hands, dude. Yeah, watch this. And he's going to lick his whole hand and go for a high five. Albie gives it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, he takes two more damage. Albie. (laughs) What? Come on, gross. Enjoy my spit. Many have. Ew. Hot Roddy. What? My mouth makes it. The world loves it. 
God, gross. <laughs> what? That's a normal Wait. way to put it. Don't the stop saying not what like it. that. Like you don't know. Well, you think uh, yo, you guys don't represent what? the world, all right? The world is much bigger than you. And I gotta you know, say, my spit, I've got nothing but compliments. I'm Wait, really should big. We, what? Should we be being more quiet than we're being? What's the danger situation here? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's really high. We should definitely be like sneaking around. We don't want to be shouting. Hot ready, hot ready, hot ready. What? Well, you trying to what? You trying to you trying to sit on me? No, nobody sits on me. You just said we should be quiet. Yeah, we should, and we should when I'm ready, which is now. All right, be quiet. So what God. we're gonna want to do? Is we're gonna we're gonna want to sneak forward. All right. There's a these caves are not like super safe. There's like all sorts of like weird creatures. But I tell you this, there's no pranksters. Oh, good. Okay. Are there any natural obstacles? Yeah, it's a cave. There's all sorts of net. There's little, you know, there's like little crevices you can crawl into and you can't crawl out and you get stuck in there and you die. Oh there's oh no. stalactites can fall on you. Stalagmites can fall up into you. There's Wait. also... Um, hey, is there, is there a moment of safety in here? Yeah, I mean, generally, yeah. I mean, there's not a ton in the caves. It's just you might take a wrong turn and be faced with, you know, some sort of danger. Well, wait, how far into these caves do we have to go? Are we going through or are we just camping for the night? No, we're going through. If we're moving, we're going through. These caves will lead to Ruleshaven. Oh, that's great. I didn't know. Yeah, well, it's probably because I didn't tell you. I'm the master of all information. I hate it so much. While all this is happening, Stirfry is sort of in his own world, doing a sort of, like, cool guy strut, flapping up his collar here and there, and sort of, like, doing a Danny Zuko sort of, like, uh, shift to the side. He's sort of, like, talking to himself as if he's, like, yeah, talking to that. So, not bad, cool daddy. (laughs) Oh, watch out. Uh, Sorry, Miyamo, I didn't mean to cool you out of your... Short. So <laughs> Bellow's going to uh Bellow's going to sidle up to Stir Fry as he's doing this, and he's going to put a hand on Stir Fry's shoulder. Ah, that, that, and, uh, 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 hey, Sturf. Oh, um, hey, I just wanted to say sorry if I was a little hard on you out there. You've you've become a really good friend. Oh, th- th- of course thank you. No, Bellow, you're the you're the friend. You you I I, um, I, thanks, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, yeah, I owe you a lot, and it's, yeah, I owe you a lot. You owe me a lot. It's sort of a good thing. It's a bit good friendship, you know. And I pre- I love yeah. you, man. I, I'm not yeah. too afraid to say I love you, man. I appreciate you. So yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Cool. Hey. I I just wanted to say that. So no, no. I and yeah, I'll say that to you anytime. Like I I rely on you. I trust you. I love you. I care for you. You know, uh, you're not my daddy, but that's uh, we have a different thing going. But yeah. right, 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 right. Thanks. Hey, Alby. Yeah. I'm sorry I tackled you back there. Um, I think of you as a really good friend. Yeah, me too. And then uh, I tackle her. <laughs> to Bonesby, a, uh, you feel a strange sort of sensation along your spine. <laughs> what? <laughs> strange, strange how? Crawling um, up your back is sort yeah. of a, a large, like, uh, like a leech-like worm. It uh, And you feel it has like a... It's sort of writhing up your spine. <clears throat> I would like to call the attention of the group to a visitor upon my body. Oh. Um, can I see it? Can Albie see it? Can we see it? Can you ever? That's a full-on leech, about a foot long and covered in sweat. Why do they sweat? I'll shoot you straight. Nobody knows. 
Its glossy skin is an onyx black, and you can almost make out your own distorted reflection when you look at it. Just beneath the skin, you can make out a faint, crimson, bioluminescent ad for back pills. Seems to have evolved naturally like this. ABC, even in nature. It writhes and pulsates like an athletic sock pulled off of a hardcore guy, filled to the brim with blood and sweat. It's attempting to go to town on DeBonesby, undaunted by his absent skin and flesh and fats and blood. You look around and you see a nearby wall covered with these things, some of them a great deal longer than the one on DeBonesby. The cave wall seems to be breathing, and the faint glow emanating from the hundreds of leeches gives you the POV of what food must see as it moves through the intestines. Obviously, this is Ick City, but Albie had a great constitution save, and so she grew up near fresh water and has a ton of experience picking these things off of her siblings. Uh, to Bonesby, just hold still one second. Um, and she reaches for the tail end and peels it up and off like a sticker. And she's just like, what are you doing here, little guy? There's no blood here for you. And uh, for those of you who speak with animals, you hear a uh, ha-cha-cha, no dice for me, baby. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Albie would have loved that. Uh, she's going to carry it like a little loaf of bread and just mm-hmm. sort of lay it down on a rock nearby. You lay it down on a rock and uh, you see as its little face buries itself into the rock. And those of you who speak with animals, you hear ha-cha-cha, that's a blood rock, baby. Ooh. Ooh, there's blood rocks in this cave. Whoa. Well, gosh, I guess that explains it. It's still awfully big for a leech. Hot Roddy is going to, uh, oh, yeah, those things are gross as hell. Let's uh, let's move forward. They tend to congregate around cave mouths, so let's just go deeper into the cave. And he points really excitedly over, and there's sort of a, a, a tunnel leading deeper and deeper into the cave. Goes, right this way, follow me. Or are you guys too stupid to follow? Sorry, so is there another way to go? You look around and you see there are other tunnels. Um, This one does seem to be um, sort of group-sized. This seems to be a little bit larger. There are uh, sort of tighter-fit tunnels, and uh, there is one tunnel with a strange smell coming from it. Okay. Albie just kind of mutters, stinky, and then um, turns and is like, is ready to follow uh, uh, Hot Roddy. All right, uh... Follow me. And he's going to sort of strut forward into this tunnel. Yeah, follow. All right, I guess we're following him. Yeah, DeBonesby set on, like, that NPC, like, control where it's just, like, (laughs) he's on autopilot. Gravitational pull. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As you guys move forward, the tunnel ceiling begins to sort of dip a little. Uh, Cordelia, you, uh, uh, this is a croucher. Mm. Ooh. Okay, great. She's crouching then. You're not, and this is not, like... And I'm, I'm speaking from experience here. This is not like a, like, you got to be on your, like, hands and knees or anything. This is just a, like, okay, this, you know, this room, this subway car wasn't necessarily built for me <laughs> or my mm-hmm. height. Uh, I just need to, like, you know, shrink myself a little. What's the stalactite situation? Um, this is a, uh, this tunnel does not have stalagmites or stalactites. It is way, uh, way smaller and more narrow. It almost seems like a, a large creature uh, sort of burrowed this. Okay, great. Um, so Albie is just like holding Cordelia's hand still and like keeping a lookout for, for critters. A completely albino uh, lizard sort of scurries forward in front of you. Hello. 
It uh, doesn't speak to you because it doesn't speak common, but it uh, scurries. And uh, because the the tunnel itself has sort of like a rounded ceiling, it just goes right up uh, above you guys, crawls uh, around, does like a little loop-de-loop, and just keeps moving on its path. Ooh, little ghost lizard. I like that little guy. Hmm? He moves like a like a ball going down. You know, in a Oh gosh, what's the reference I'm looking for here? You know when like a ball spin, you know when gumball spins. Hot Roddy's gonna turn you say, "Commit to it, do it." You know when a ball like rise to the level of the jacket. Stir Fry hears it. He goes, "That thing's like a ball spinning down a windy path, sort of like a gumball. When you get one from a little device and you see it spin around, round, and the motion and the power of the circumference of the ball makes it go up and down in different directions. And to me, that makes it pretty damn cool, cause balls are cool. And that's the Stir Fry promise. That's right, balls rule. Next time, try to make it a little meaner. But I love your spirit. It is there." Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I love you too, dude. That's that's no, really no, nice. No, I said say, I didn't though. say I love you. I only love one person. Oh yeah, Bella. We all love that guy. That guy fucking rules. But you're okay in my book now, and you're giving me some advice, and I appreciate it. You move through these cave tunnels for what feels like hours. Maybe it even is hours. I'm not a fucking clock. You can hear a distant groan of earth and stone churning all around you. If you didn't know any better, you'd say these tunnels are changing their mind about which direction they even lead. One thing they remain consistent on is that they seem to be getting smaller and smaller each time. It's subtle at first, but increasingly vice-like the further inward you travel. The ceilings get lower and lower, until even little stir-fry starts to feel smothered by their oppressive closeness. Cordelia, it's not long before you have to make the shift from crouching into full-on crawling. If you were to play this footage in reverse, it would resemble a mammalian birth. Finally, as panic begins to set in, Cordelia's devil sight or whatever catches glimpse of a massive opening up ahead. A cave atrium, the dimensions of a tree-lined suburban street, spacious and inviting, The idea of standing upright greets you like a soldier home from war. Okay, we got an atrium up ahead. Whoa, that sounds fancy. Is it? It depends on the context. Some atriums are very fancy. Other atriums, it's really just about the shape and... Yeah. And you guys crawl forward. Uh, you get up ahead and you make it to the end of this tunnel. And uh, it's a uh, uh, pop, 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 pop. You all pop out of the tunnel. And uh, you find yourselves in a large, very, very dark, very, very... Uh, just From the sound, the quality of sound, you can tell that this is a, a large, large, large open space. Hello. 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 Wait, aren't we supposed to be quiet? Big atrium, atrium, atrium. Yeah, you hear your, your voices echoing. Guys, I thought we were supposed to be quiet. I forgot. I, I think that the, the pleasure of the of the architecture of an atrium means that even if you're very quiet down here, the uh, the room fills. Why it's so preferred by the actors. Yeah, atriums usually have very good acoustics. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, I couldn't remember the word acoustics. Thank you, Melo. Yeah, no problem, dude. It's acoustics. Yes, acoustics. Thank you. I'm good. I'll remember that forever. Acoustics, acoustics. Bello, can I ask, is your um, is your staff still illuminated? Yes. Great. So it's not as dark as I might have said. Uh, I might 
it's actually a little lighter and there's like this like relaxing orange glow uh that uh you can see you are in a a, a large empty cavern you can see there are stalagmites you can't see the stalactites though because it's too far up you can't see them uh, so Cordelia does still have devil sight, so she can see up to 120 feet. Great, yeah. All this dark shit I keep throwing at you guys is irrelevant. Uh, you can see. Yeah, and Bello does have dark vision. He's really he's really Jeez. illuminating the quarterstaff for the benefit of the rest of the party. But what with dark vision, he can see 60 feet. Albie also has dark vision and an incredible imagination, so she can see for as far as she wants to. Oh, great, great. Whoa, Surfer, Albie, what do you got? Albie, Albie, do you have dark vision? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we had that in common. Cool. Yeah, Hot Roddy uh-huh. has X-ray vision, and uh, <laughs> you can see that you all look like the bones be to him. And he, uh, uh, so you guys can see those of you with dark vision and with hellish vision in front of you, probably about twenty feet in front of you, um, there is a large uh, ravine, and mm. uh, down it, it 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 dips down into darkness. None of your vision goes uh, as far down. You can't. It's just complete darkness down there. Mm. Now. You can see a large, wooden, hastily assembled uh, structure. It seems to be uh, about 10 feet high, and there's a, a little staircase leading from the uh, base of the structure up to the top of it. And it, was, it almost built like a uh, like a diving board at a pool. Huh. Out over the ravine, I assume. Out over the ravine. Yes, it is facing out over the ravine. Hmm. Do we have a sense of how far hmm. across this thing stretches? Albie, how far can you see? 60 feet? Yeah. You can see to the other side of it. Okay. But you so, can't see very far beyond. It seems to be close to about 60 feet. She's going to turn to Hot Roddy and say, like, what's the plan here? Uh, I'm thinking the plan is we get on that structure and we're going to dive across. Dive across? Wait, did you say dive across? Yeah. Why? Roderick, that doesn't make any sense. Hey, my name's Hot Roderick. And I, I, I'm tired of doing the bit where I, I'm. Listen, I'm upholding my promise, but I'm going to, I'm going to name you. It's Roderick. Sorry, did you say dive across? Yeah, I said dive across. Why? You guys chicken? No, no, die, across. No, because across isn't a word. Or if it is, oh, it's like well, a sport. I'm not familiar. No, my with. friends and I like it means something to us. Yeah, yeah, it means something to us. Yeah, it means something to us. I don't know what it means. Boom! There we go! That guy does not have the emotional intelligence to fool me! That's right! Alright, so you guys are all lying to me, and now I know not to trust you. So you guys actually just, you lost in a big way just there, because I'm like, I'm one of the most, the most incredible guys you ever knew. You're not going to trust your own son? Well, I guess not, if he's going to lie to me about the cross. I just well, assumed it was bad generational. Dad. No, I'm actually, uh, first of all, I'm going to answer these one at a time. Uh, no, I'm actually a really good dad. And two, if it is generational, then I've fucked up in a big way. All right, let's go. We're going to walk up this structure, and I'm going to dive across. (laughs) Go ahead. Let's see it. Bad boy. (laughs) Fine, maybe I will. And he runs up the structure with a bop, 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 bop. Gets to the top, uh, looks down. He's going to go, oh, wait, wait, guys, guys, come over here. Come on. Okay. Uh, Albie goes up. Bella goes up. Yeah, Stirfry goes up, too. You we have to go up. Cordelia goes up. All right, so uh, once you guys are all up at the top of the structure, Hot Roddy points, and you see that there's a zip line set up. <gasps> oh, this is actually red! Oh, yes! <laughs> awesome! Pretty cool, right? Somebody must Which have built is? this since the last time I was here. Um, wow. can Albie, have you ever ziplined? Oh, um, no. Uh, no. 
Oh, you're gonna freaking love it. Oh, wow. Okay, well, maybe you could show me how it's done. Oh, you just, like, hang on and you zip down the line. Oh! Uh, I turn to uh, Cordelia and say, I'm flirting! And then I turn back. Stir-fry looks Cordelia straight in the eye and and does, like, a... (laughs) What? (laughs) And Cordelia says to Stir-fry, she's flirting. Yeah, yeah, I can... this is for, so this how is this different from everything else she's been doing you know it what's intention I don't know all right leave and let live that's always been my motto turns up his collar you look great in that jacket thank you so much it's kind of like your because like you have the it, yeah, one. is it like, warm I, yes it is warm it makes right. me a little bit sweaty under my feathers but it's sort of like we're like the jacket twins now right like we're the jacket one Bello is ziplining <laughs> great yeah so Bello uh, can you make an athletics check for me that would be a 13. Nice! Uh, Bello, you zip line all the way to the... It's about a 60 feet uh, reasonable incline. Uh, this isn't too steep. You aren't... Uh, you know, you didn't know, by the way. I just... So you know, you didn't know, but you are not, like, smashed to pieces on the other end. Reason, wait, sorry. Reasonable incline? So it's a zip line that's taking me up? No, down, down. Okay. Yeah, a reasonable incline. It's a very gentle downward incline. That would be cool as a hell. Decline. Upward. A, d- a decline. What's that? What did I say? Incline. I, I think if you examine the text, uh, it's very clear that I said decline. <laughs> uh, hot Roddy, excuse me. Yeah, no, no Hot Get Roddy. Is, hot Roddy turns to the audience and says, "Yeah, I think we can all agree that the DM uh, said the right <laughs> word there." <laughs> Uh, and so you decline, which is, you know, we, we all agree. You decline, uh, you go down at a reasonable uh, reasonable rate, uh, and you make it to the other side. And you see, now that you're there, um, uh, you are the only one who has crossed, and uh, the group is on the other side. Bella, what are you going to do? This rules! And Leaps Off does, like, a little somersault, like, combat roll as he's coming off the zip line onto, you know... His new location. Um, so there's just another structure on the other end. It is uh, almost a, the exact same. It is just not quite uh, the full 10 feet of the other one, um, which is the reasonable decline. And uh, you land onto that structure. You do a fucking sick move that, what, two of the party can see? Hell yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Woo! Yeah, Albie and Cordelia, you see it. It looks good as hell. I can't see anything now that Bello took away his glowing staff. Oh, he made it. He's okay. Okay, someone, I need to hold on to somebody so that I'm, I don't get lost. Stirfry moves to the other side of whatever person is next to DeBonesby. Yeah, and I take a very large step between Stirfry and DeBonesby. Yep, cool, you, you like me. just I sort of you. like step on Hot Roddy's feet as you do that? Yeah, I do. He goes, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, watch the feet. I use those for walking. What? <clears throat> oh, those feet? Yeah, these, these feet. These are the ones I use for walking. I also Wait, use them for kicking ass. For? So what? What feet? What are the ones you're your feet? I don't know what she's, they're for. She's pointing at his hands. Uh, those aren't feet. Those are hands. Maybe you should take a biology oh my gosh. lesson. Oh my gosh, that's so dumb of me. You're so smart. Yeah, I agree. Wow, first smart thing anyone said ever. Albie Al- uh, saw Bella's sick move, and she kind of wants to try and show off. So she's gonna. Well, does I guess does does Bella return the zip? thing back to how does that work so bello as soon as you let go of the zip um uh, strange forces sort of pull it back towards the uh towards the top what strange forces this cave be (laughs) good okay good do we hear that that? yeah 
to yeah. hear that. Uh, the whole group hears it. Bello, dude. Yeah, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm on kind of a zipline high. Sure, sure, friend, sure. Uh, the zipline returns itself to the top. Uh, Albie uh, takes in a deep breath and, like, sort of um, smooths her tunic a little bit. She's preening, uh, and she's going to go for it. Yeah, make an athletics roll. Uh, despite my athletics bonus, it is a five. No! Oh, no! Okay, Albie, um, you, fuck! Okay, so you hold on to the edge of the, uh, the zipline, and you say you've never been on a zipline before, right? Right. Yes, I've never been on one. Albie, for a five, you lose your grip. Those mummy wraps around your wrist have come in handy and even saved your life a number of times. But after those birth canal-shaped tunnels... Your palms are drenched in sweat, and you lose your grip. The world starts going out from under you as you drop. No! No! Cordelia takes a large step towards the end of the plank, and she dives uh, face first, hands first, down into the ravine. Ad world. That's right, it's ad time. It's Brad Cerise coming to you with some ads for Tales of Magic. Uh, this first one, it comes to us from another show called... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu slash podcast. Dungeons and Drimbus. Dungeons and Drimbus is a homebrew D&D actual play podcast with a cast of mostly Florida-born professional actors playing unprofessional D&D. Professionally. They're going to be hunting for the elusive mythic Florida man with new episodes every Friday. And they got an ad here. I'm going to drop you into it, but uh, it's pretty bonkers, so you might want to strap in. In a 95 Camry, Miami girl at Nama. Like, I don't even know what to say right now because, like, literally, like, I literally, like... Snowbird David Feinstein. It's those damn Republicans. Is it Marco Rubio? Is that the answer? Conspiracy theorist Cletus. Obama is a lizard. We know this. And his pet alligator, Steve. Sensei, can they understand me? Go on a hunt for the Florida Ma. You look up onto the roof and see the Florida men dancing in a circle, chanting, Croqueta, croqueta, croqueta. And doing a little snort of bath salts off his forearm in between. Croqueta, 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 croqueta. Hear their tale in Dungeons and Dreams, available wherever podcasts are found. 
You see? Was I kidding about strapping in? If you didn't strap in, you are injured. Now, we had another ad right now, and this is from a bearer of the Black Grail who bought this ad, which you can all do. They bought this ad to let everyone know about their other favorite podcast, and that podcast is Sprout Lore. Sprout Lore is a narrative comedy podcast with just a dash of dice. The brave and noble bearer says, and I quote, the rest of this is them, Rude Tales and Sprout Lore are my two favorite podcasts. Thank you. I figured this ad was the best way to support both. If you love rude jokes from a group of friends building a world together, you'll love Sprout Lore. Carly, Allie, if you're the ones reading this, I'm speaking to you directly. You recommended a great podcast to me in a rude talks of chatting, and this is me spending way too much money in an attempt to return the favor. Branson, if you're the one reading this, get out. This isn't for you. <laughs> Bite me, buddy. I decide who reads which ad. You can all, uh, you guys can listen to this at uh, SproutLord.com or anywhere you get your podcast. And oh, what's that? We have time for just one more ad. I, oh, I gotta get out of here. Actually, um, uh, I'm leaving. But uh, uh, everyone, give it up. A warm welcome for General Branson is here. General Branson, take it away. I'll take away whatever I want. That's right. Everybody, check it out. We've got a brand new live streaming show coming to you from the folks at Rude Tales of Magic. That's right. You're going to want to go to RudeTalesOfMagic.com and get your tickets for Cry Out Loud, Cry Out Proud. You're only crying for freedom. That's right. That name again is Cry Out Loud, Cry Out Proud. You're only crying for freedom. It's a solemn and respectful military themed a war-themed live streaming show from the folks at Rude Tales of Magic. That show is coming to you on Friday, February 26th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right, maggots, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 26th. You're going to want to go to RudeTalesofMagic.com and get your exclusive tickets because if you miss this show, you're the worms beneath my feet. All of you are maggots. All of you are worms beneath my feet. But you're especially disgusting and foul if you miss this one. But keep in mind, there's also good stuff because this show, there's going to be an exclusive store that's only available during the show where you can get all sorts of exclusive posters with art by Rude Tales of Magic's own Carly Bernardo, as well as exclusive mugs and perhaps other merchandise. So get your ticket. It's only $5. You're only crying for freedom. Now get back to the show. I gotta go get buried alive. Cordelia, you uh, you swan dive down into the ravine. Uh, there is a rush of of just darkness and wind. You are um, you are suspended in space. It really just feels like you are in a a, a black void. You can even I mean you can see uh, with your vision you can see I'll be um, uh, up ahead of you, down below you, uh, on the incline below you. You see Albie <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, you know I'm a good sport, and you uh, I'm an incredible man. And as you dive towards her, because you are diving, uh, you actually move a little bit faster than Albie, and you sort of start to catch up with her. But we're gonna cut away from you guys right now. Stir fried to bones, be Bello. What do you do? Sturfly jumps to the rope that the zip line is on, stands on top of it, and um, is going to try to run towards the middle, on top of the line, um, to try to run to the middle of that rope to see if he can get any of a better look about what's happening. And so I'm. I think this yes. is, if there's ever been an acrobatics role that was called for, this is it. Yes. 
Oh, that's like a 26. Dude, you fucking do backflips on there. You're fucking that, what's his guy? It's Marcel Marcel. No, not that guy. The other fucking French guy who uh, yeah, walked yeah, yeah. across the World Trade Center. It's keep the Marcel Marceau in, though. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you get to the center, and you are, uh, it is as if you were walking um, with like a mile in either direction. You do it flawlessly. And you get right to the very center. Um, so I'm going to then look down, and uh, can I see anything? Is it all darkness? Darkness. Okay, I'm going to scream, Cordelia! Albi! Can you hear me? You shout down, you don't hear anything. When you can't hear anything, Stir Fry jumps back up and runs straight across the other, to the other end where Bello is. He leaps off, does a flip, lands right in front of Bello and goes, Bello, shine your light down there as fast as you can. It disappears into the dark. I can't see them. Keep shining, keep shining. So as this is happening, the, uh, the zip line moves back uh, and it resets itself. Uh, Bonesby and Hot Roddy, you are uh, still there on the platform. Bonesby, what would you like to do? Um, I can't see anything. What's, what's, who, who is, <laughs> I heard a scream. Um, who, hello? What's uh, helpless much? Yeah, what actually <laughs> happened was there's a zip line. My son went through, nailed it. Nobody else has been able to do it right. So uh, two, of, uh, two of your friends are actually down in that ravine right now. What? Were you not listening as they shouted? What are we... What are we what are I don't we, know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? What can be done? I don't... I don't know. What are you going to do? I can't Use do that anything. big brain of yours. I, 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 don't, I don't have anything. I, did they just die? I don't did know. They all just, did they all just crash to their deaths? In the I'm asking you, aren't you smart? Am, are you smart or are you just rich? What's going on with your voice? Are you smart? <laughs> I, am, I, I, don't, I don't know and I can't see anything. I'm in the song. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Hot Roddy's going to put a hand on your shoulder. Hey, 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 hey. It's me, Hot Roddy. Roderick. Stop crying. I'm not crying. I can't cry. Well, buddy, you're crying. You're crying. <laughs> you're crying. Okay, okay. Look, you're embarrassing yourself, and more importantly, you're embarrassing me. So don't cry. Be brave. I know you're brave. What is there to be brave about? I, Here, watch. They all just dove to the deaths. Or this you don't know that. Claptrap thing that you've decided we all need to climb up? What? I hate you! What? I you don't hate, hate me! You. you love me! No, I don't! No, you no, accept I don't. me! You, we didn't have to go through the cave. We could have just slept here and then gone back outside. Yeah, we could have, but you. But we were having fun. This is not fun. I don't know who's dead. I don't know anything. And I can't see anything. It is so dark in here. I can't believe I thought you were hot. And he's going to grab the, uh, <laughs> the sides of the zipline. I knew it! He grabs the sides of the zipline and just fucking wipes out Hot Roddy's hands. He's taking so much damage to his hands, his hands just completely <laughs> slip off the zipline. They're line. raw. Yeah. He touches the zipline and goes, oh, fuck! And he just falls into the void. Bella, my son, save me! We're going to cut back in time a little bit. Uh, Albie and Cordelia, you are both falling. Albie! Cordelia, what? Did you fall too? No, I jumped. Um, and she's gonna start yelling "help" in every animal language that she knows, mm-hmm. uh, which includes worm and wolf and uh, any uh, bear owl. And, Allie, uh, I, I, I'm gonna stop you right there. You don't gotta list every animal. I know <laughs> the animal is animal. Um, 
at that, at help, um, you hear many, many voices uh, uh, all say, help, 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 help. And the familiar sound of bat wings is going to greet you. And you hear bat, you hear many, 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 many bats who are all clinging to undersides of of stalactites that were hanging down along the edge of this ravine. And they begin... uh, flying towards you, creating almost a uh, a net of bats. Please help us! Can you uh, help me and my friend? We're falling. Help! 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 The bats. Um, they're just there's so 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 many of the bats. Their bodies do support you, and they're slowing you. And as you ask that, and as you make your request more specific, the bats begin sort of um, they form a a a, le- a more concentrated, uh, almost bat structure, and they begin uh, uh, lifting you up. It is Amazing. A, a bat net is moving through the sky. So Cordelia ended up in the uh, senior picture pose where she's sort of like belly down, but she has two legs up, and then her chin is on her fists, sort of in like front the bye of bye her. birdie. Yeah. Albie, what's going to happen to you here is you are not quite on the net of bats, but the bats surround you, and you feel their leathery wings on you, and you are surrounded by. Uh, by bats, your fall has uh, has crawled and in fact stopped, and you feel yourself beginning to move upward, pulled by the bats. You hear the uh, well, all you hear is just like, <laughs> but you, um, uh, Cordelia, what you're hearing is help, 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 help. <laughs> Cordelia, what's happening? They're helping. They're helping us. Did you do this? Uh, kind of, yeah. Oh my god, you're so cool. Stop it. <laughs> so at that, at stop it, you hear. And then right on your back, uh, Cordelia, Hot Roddy's going to fall. God, oh, you're the worst. Are you okay? Uh, uh, thanks for asking, by the way, which you did. So, yes, I'm fine. Um, LB, uh, reaches, tries to reach her hands out to clasp, uh, Cordelia's hands. Yeah. And, uh, as you do, Hot Roddy's head is going to pop up and you're going to, uh, clasp his pompadour. Oh. Why is it wet? It's always wet. I keep it wet. Cordelia does like a very um, sort of like bop on the head type thing that you do with those the alligators that pop out of that one game in the you know if you're like in an arcade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's gonna sort of bop him and then yeah. go ouch. <laughs> yeah. He disappears back down into the bats when you do that, and he goes ouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Aldi is going to uh, clamber into her arms. Cool, yeah, you get into her arms as the bats bring you all uh, up, and they be, they sort of just uh, hover there up at the uh, the lip of this ravine. Cordelia is wrapped fully around Albie, just as she was in Thirsty Falls, and she says, we've got to stop meeting this way. Um, Albie blushes. All right, Cordelia sort of places her on the ground and scrambles off of the bats. Thank you, bats. Thank you, bats. Uh, the bats say, help, 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 and they begin to uh, uh, dissipate. Mm. Uh, and as they do, you see uh, Hot Roddy sort of just like Wiley Coyote suspended in air for a second at the uh, at the edge of the ravine. Albie uh, whips her bow staff off of her back and extends it out to Hot Roddy to grab it. Yeah, he's going to grab it. Um, uh, can you just make a strength roll for me? So it's a 16. Uh, Hot Roddy's like a pretty densely built guy, but 16, you can get him up. Um, it doesn't feel great, but you get him up. Wow, fuck. I can't believe my natural animal magnetism brought all those bats together to save us. 
Yeah, man, pretty pretty wild. You're amazing. Yeah, Kudaya I am. Turns around We're like hitting it off, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are. Yo, nice. All right. Cordelia w- turns around and grabs Albie by the hand and says, "Let's let's go, let's go away from the edge of this." But what about De Bonesby? Oh, I mean, we're gonna cut over now to De Bonesby. <laughs> well, I. You've lived long life, Frederick, and you've you've had moments where people came into it and they left again, and I suppose this is another return to solitude. I can crawl down this structure and uh, perhaps try to echolocate my way back to that door now that I I know the knock, 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 knock will let me out, and I'll I'll see what the pranksters will have for me, and um, I suppose it's a new chapter. In a very, very long book indeed. <laughs> Can we save him, please? Bellow's gonna wave his quarterstaff in the darkness, which even though it only, it, you know, the light only extends yeah. uh, for a certain range, certainly visible from thi- to things in the darkness, and say, to Bonesby, to Bonesby look for a light that, look for a rope that heads in my direction. Oh, of course. Belethion, I forgot that you survived the trip. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Good for you, Good man. For you, Good for you. To Bonesby, the uh, the zip line has returned at this I, point. In fact, it didn't have far to go because the hot roddy fell off immediately. It's made the like <laughs> six inch journey back to where it started. Belodion, I I am reticent to take this path that killed everyone that we knew, but you and I and Sturf. He doesn't give a fuck. Oh, so if I made it? Yeah. And Cordelia. What? And me! Wait, what did... I thought I heard you all get eaten by bats. Though those bats were our friends. They saved us. Oh, okay. Um, You guys, that's great. <laughs> Thanks, Bella. We're on the same <laughs> side of the ravine as you. <laughs> but it is great, isn't it? Cordelia, Albie, oh, you're back! And my man, Mr. Roddy! Come on, pal, and punch him on the shoulder. Oh, fuck! He takes, uh, two shoulder damage. I am in a weakened state! Yeah, you can, you can take it, you can take it, pal, come on. Yeah, I can take it, it's just you can't dish it out the right way. Yeah, fuck off, man, I could kick your ass and ride over the thing again if you, if I... Uh, uh, yeah, I bet to. you'd like to touch my ass. What, what? is happening? Whoa. A kick Hello. is a type of touch. Yeah, I know. I agree. Come on, guys. What? <laughs> Bello is going to uh, grab Albie and Cordelia in a hug. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Albie is feeling things being squished between the two of them. Stirfry's going to jump on top of them. <laughs> oh, Sturf, what are you doing? I'm a part of the group. Yeah, you yeah, are. But yeah. You, but you're not, it's not a pig pile. <laughs> it could be. It is now, and Cordelia is going to... Um, pull them all to the ground. And we're going to cut back over to DeBonesby. Uh, DeBonesby actually already went across while they were all hooking. <gasps> she made it! Yes! First the shadows and then you? Please, announce yourself. I, I did! You were all hugging while I was going, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> and nobody noticed. Good job, Fred. Mr. DeBonesby. All right, that's enough uh, sentimental bullshit. Let's keep going. And he's going to, uh, he's going to put a hand forward and go, we got to go. Let's go. Let's move. He's right, guys. Let's walk forward. That was no big deal for the stir-fry crew. <laughs> stir-fry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up? 
What's up, Cordelia? <laughs> Glad to see you in good health, as usual. It's really great. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to wear a jean vest for a little while? Wait, really? You want? Do you want to switch jackets? You want? You I just let... want to try it on. It looks really cool. Yeah, no, yeah, no, of course. Dude, yes, I've always, wanted, I've always wanted to wear your jacket for a little while. I've never said anything because I thought it'd be improper, and I am always trying to be polite around people. Yes, you are. That is what you are best known for. Here, give me that jacket. <laughs> yes! She takes off her vest, but she leaves takes, the ripped hoodie on. He takes off the leather jacket, um, and, uh, and, like... With if if this was, I'm just gonna take over a second. If there was a silhouette, if there was a sun Ooh. shining behind them, you'd see a silhouette. That's <laughs> the trade jackets. Sure, Shungle sure. Bears. And we see the orange. Gl- no, no, no. This is great. I'm on vacation. This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so at this, uh, Hot Roddy is going. He sees red. He is furious uh, to see his jacket just like tossed aside, cat to be taken like that, and then to be given so easily. Um, he, there is just steam shooting out of his ears, and he points at both of you and goes, Uh-uh! Uh-uh, Kimosabi! No fucking way in heaven or in hell! Why don't you eat shit? My fist! Your ass! We're talking going out to dinner! That's what this is gonna be! I'm gonna take you outside and show you what it's all made of! You pieces of shit! Why don't you suck my... Hot Roddy! Hot calm down! What? You fucking calm down! That's my I'm jacket! Calm. That's my everything! No, Hot Roddy, this is obviously a very valuable jacket, but my jean vest was worth one million coins, so it seemed like a fair trade. You paid a million coins for my jacket? I didn't pay for it. I traded it for my jean vest, which is worth a million uh, coins. A million coins? Really good ones. Yeah, I fucking bet. Ah, You're giving a million coins out. Ah, you... Every single person but me is dumb. Yes! And he, uh, he just sort of puts his head down and like charges forward. Hot Roddy leads you deeper and deeper into the caves. He's clearly upset, and so he's booking it, moving at that rapid pace usually reserved for dads at Disney World. You see the inverted treetops of a vast underground forest with strange albino multi-limbed creatures moving throughout. Vast football field-sized cave paintings of indescribably lewd acts tower above you as you venture across natural bridges that force you into a humiliating single-file formation. You move through the skeletal remains of natural cars, a species that died out thousands of years ago due to nobody needing cars yet. Underground waterfalls, hundreds of feet tall, pour glowing purple water into an underground river and light the way for the audience who cannot see in the dark the way basically all of you can. As the hours pass, you feel yourselves moving deeper and deeper into the earth. The sounds of churning stone and earth are never far off, and as the hours pass, they grow almost familiar, like a toothache to the uninsured. Suddenly, You round a corner and are greeted with three distinct glowing passageways. Hot Roddy, do you know which way you were supposed to go? Uh, uh, this one to me, they all look pretty similar. And you can see three cavernous corridors stretching off into the distance. The leftmost cavern glows with an eerie teal. The rightermost cavern glows with a garish pink. And the centermost cavern glows pitch black. It is unclear why you looked at the caverns in this order. <laughs> <laughs> it glows black. Yeah, it glows pitch black. Why do you ask? 
Um, just just wanted to be sure. Yeah, it's a like glows black. Some would call this dark, but I, I it is it glows black. What do we think? What do you mean? Yeah, what do we think? I don't know because apparently I'm not the boss anymore. Well, which one do you think we should go through, Hot Roddy? Uh, I'm thinking pink. Why? Okay, what about you, Cordelia? Cordelia, the teal and pink ones, they sort of curve off to the side, so you can't really see very deep into them. But the black mm. one, you can see it just moves forward and it seems to be a clean walk. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to vote for the I'm going to vote for the the one that's glowing black just cuz I can I can see it looks pretty clear up the head. But I don't know, the other two just curve, so it, it's tough to say. I am not good at making decisions. I'm not supposed to pick right, left, or straight. This is really hard for me. Well, let's try the black one. Work to me. Let's try it. I'll trust my jacket twin. All right, I guess we'll do black. Yes, that seems fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I was I voted pink, but I guess this is a uh, guess this isn't a democracy. It's just we just go with whatever the most people want to do. I thought yeah, it was going to be fair. That's how voting works. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Welcome to the opposition party. Yeah. <laughs> democracy is usually a mistake. He, he's right. He's right. Ah, I knew this guy was actually cool deep down in there. Let's go. And he uh, he starts walking forward tar- towards the glowing black hole. Uh, Cordelia's happy to let him lead. You journey down the black tunnel. It's illuminated black by the, the moss and the lichens uh, lining the, the cave tunnel walls. And after journeying for somewhere between five minutes and two hours, impossible to tell in this world without watches, you uh, <laughs> stumble upon a large, but not dire-sized, half-locust, half-hedgehog abomination. Oh. Can we get around it? Does it look like we could get around it? Yeah, I'd say this thing's probably about uh, three feet long, and the tunnel is uh, comfortably sized, so you guys could for sure get around it. Albie does. Uh, I think Albie doesn't want to be rude, so I think she she wants to give a passing <laughs> hello as she as she tries to make her way around this uh, hedgehog locust. Great. Very, very cordial of you uh, to treat this creature. I'm giving you no reason to believe it's even sentient like this. Uh, thing. So what, you like tip a cap? What are we talking? Yeah, she does a little, um, she like sort of bows awkwardly as uh, as she moves past. Great. Those of you uh, with speak with animals, you hear this thing say, wow, now that's what I call manners. You call that manners? What about this? Hello, nice to meet you. I'm Bello. Goodness gracious. This is an avalanche of manners. How about this? It's such a pleasure to meet you. I'm Cordelia. I, I am drowning in good behavior. Uh, Stirfry um, mimics uh, what Cordelia just said. Um, he doesn't know what it said, but it looks like something nice happened. So he mimics what we just said and then also tries to copy Albie's, um, Albie's polite walk. Wow. A group of polite people. Two of them named Cordelia. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> and what's your name, little dude? Ah, I've never been given a name. Would you like to name me? Yes. Okay. Albie realizes that no one else is following her and walks back. <laughs> they're all they're all talking to this monster, Abira. How about Spiny Friend? Spiny Friend, I like it. It's got a real weird ring to it. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. If you ever decide you don't want to be Spiny Friend, you could also be Cordelia. Hmm, Spiny Friend or Cordelia. That's a name twice taken. I'm going to go with Spiny Friend. (laughs) Okay. 
Cordelia loves things named and naming things Cordelia. Ooh, yes, I do. Junior? Uh, Junior just like, with a a puff of of brimstone and hell smells, uh, (laughs) Cordelia Junior appears on your shoulder and says, How can I help you, sugar? Hey, I'm just going to introduce you to my new friend. Um, This is also Cordelia. This is Cordelia? (laughs) Why, my name's Cordelia Junior and your name's Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was introducing you to the locust, the half locust, half hedgehog. Um, Who we've agreed is named Spiny Friend. Whose name is, I guess, Spiny Friend. Um, but this is Cordelia. Spiny Friend. Spiny Friend nods at Cordelia, and Cordelia uh, speaks, who can speak with animals, speaks with Spiny Friend and says, How you doing? Top of the morning to you. They have a, a de- delightful little repartee back and forth that I will not do because that is indulgent. Uh, <laughs> Stir Fry leans uh, into Albie and sort of goes, I'm just going to assume that you are also sort of envious of this whole little uh, talk to animals crew they've got here, yes? Yeah, isn't it weird that we're both kind of the closest to animals physically and yet we can't talk to them? Stir-Fry makes piercing eye contact and goes, Yes, it is something I've thought about a great deal, Albie. So what's the deal with this black tunnel? Is it like a cool place to live and hang out? I must say it is, although I've never been anywhere else in my life. I love it, though. It's my home. Hmm. Is there anything dangerous? Hmm. I don't know what could kill you. I tell you this, this tunnel is a giver of life to me, though. It's where I was born. What about, like... Huge monsters with, like, fangs and sharp claws or eldritch horrors or, like, a guy with a mace. Sure, sure. Now, uh, are you familiar with Spirit of the Law, Letter of the Law? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, Letter (laughs) of the Law. Yeah, it's all down there. Spirit of the Law. But it's okay. (laughs) Spiny dude, spiny friend, you are a good dude. I certainly am, I guess. (laughs) What are you doing out here? Do you want to cut? We're heading inwards. Are you going back home? You want to walk with us? Yes, I escaped by accident. Oopsie doopsie. Come on. (laughs) Let's go back. Sure, sure. And uh, uh, spiny friend walks with you. You, uh, you journey down the illuminated black tunnel. And since so many of you can see in the dark, you don't do the eyeball gag where you're just eyeballs, which is actually a real shame if you think about it. Uh, strange smells greet your noses and beaks and spaces where your noses once were. The smells grow stranger and stronger until you're surrounded by what many unlucky souls would recognize as the stench of a middle school locker room. (laughs) Mercifully, you've never known the rotting weighted blanket of Axe body spray, but that mercy has reached its limits as you approach. What you can clearly see, because you can see in the dark, is a large gate made entirely of goblins. The gate takes up the entirety of the tunnel. By the way, it's visibly sweating, which sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jabonzi, it's like your it's like your mount. Oh, it's mine no longer, but yes, it appears that we have discovered that this is rather common among goblins. Fascinating. Uh Stirfry st- struts up to those goblins, turns back to look at Albie and uh, uh 
and then and then looks back at uh, Cordelia and Bello, turns to the goblins and speaks in goblin goes, Hey guys, why don't you open the door for us? You see everyone, I can speak to little creatures too. <laughs> One of the goblins, uh, Sir Fry, does turn to you and makes eye contact with you and is going to pull his bottom lip. He's going to grab his bottom lip and pull it down to reveal a tattoo on his bottom lip, which reads... Uh, Silence is entrance. Oh no, we're never gonna get in. Stir fry. <laughs> Wait, so we gotta be quiet to get in? Is that what you're saying? Just give me a nod. Give me a nod, please. One of the other uh, goblins just sort of taps the the lip tattoo. We all saw it. We all yeah. saw it, right? I was gonna say, is it written in like? Is it written in common? The elasticity of these of the goblin <laughs> lip is. <laughs> gruesome. It's clear for all to see. It is just like wow. like a real like it's like I'm talking like three feet of just like it's clear. Like out silly there putty. Common. It's, yeah, silly putty. And this is pulled from like a newspaper headline and it says silence is entrance. Okay. Um, Albie does that like you know like cut it out thing under her under her chin at stir fry and then like zips pantomimes a zipper across her lip. Stirfry takes out his knife and points it at his own neck and sort of looks confused, like you want you want me to do this? Albie <laughs> shakes her head vehemently no. Stirfry goes, all right. And then, uh, there's a little little twist and back in its holster. He's a cool guy, Stirfry. Hot Roddy looks at him really quickly and just to himself says, Damn, damn, fuck damn. <laughs> Albie just sort of like quietly stares at the gate waiting for it to open. That does it! Yay! With a but, well, I was ready for it but anywhere between twelve seconds and the rest of the episode. With a biological creaking, the gate begins to open itself. It opens not like a door, but like a valve, opening the top of a stomach up to let all that esophagus stuff down in there. The poetry of my prose, inspiring as it is to the players and listeners, is lost on the group who all can see this is gross, but the door opens. Um, Albie sort of pinches her nose and, uh, and, and stoops through. I will go anywhere if it's one step closer to getting clothing and paper. And he daintily steps over this curdled ridge. Uh, Cordelia, a shudder running down her spine, curls up tightly and crouches down and heads through. Stirfry watches Cordelia go in and then follows right behind her. Bello gets into a crouch and then dives in gracefully. Yeah, Hot Roddy moves through and it sucks the way he moves. (laughs) (laughs) You get to the other side of this door. You enter into a technicolor menagerie of flesh. The black glow of the tunnel is replaced by the cool and badass pink and yellow glow of a million bioluminescent flowers, which seem to move through the air in a flight pattern straight up stolen from the mermation of starlings. A 10-foot-tall hamster ball made entirely of goblins wheels by, powered (laughs) by something internal that sounds to be struggling. You see reverse centaurs and beasts no god would name roaming the endless grounds. Fingers of all different shapes and sizes and species sprout up from the ground vulgarly. A sentient wooden hoop hits a little boy with a stick. The boy is fine. Don't send us emails about the boy. (laughs) 
it thrives with life. Uh, for how deep underground you are, I mean, this feels like being in a forest. It's just like that amount of like life around you. Of the the you hear the like you see little tiny men uh, just like rubbing their legs together, making the sound of uh, of crickets. You hear the <laughs> fluttering of wings coming out of uh, uh, winged cats. Uh, no beast here seems to be uh, as you recall it. Everything here seems to be a combination of different animals. Junior, look, those cats have wings. Yeah, those cats have wings. I can have wings if I want. Oh, could you have? Would you right now? Yeah, watch this. And Junior makes wings appear on uh, on their underside. Ooh, <laughs> you didn't specify. I okay. I didn't think that I had to, but like I didn't do them it. against you really hard. God, Junior, <laughs> I'm the uh, living end. <laughs> Alvy is going to. Um, she's she's feeling like a little playful. She obviously like loves being in a forest environment so uh she she like swoops down to sort of um pick a a handful of the iridescent flowers and then she um she hands them to cordelia with like a goofy flourish and is like my lady oh Uh, Cordelia takes them and smells them. I will also say, as the the petals unfurl, each of them have the tiny face of a man. Mm -hmm. Um, And in unison, uh, they greet you and they say, Being alive is a gift! Okay, (laughs) so she still shoves her face in it, though. They smell fine. (laughs) You smelled better. You smelled worse. Uh, You're not writing home about the smell of these flowers. Albie, these smell so good. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, she takes one and uh, she um, places it behind her ear. You hear in your ear a little uh, guy saying, well, this is new. <laughs> Did Bonesby like gets down on the ground and you say there were like fingers growing out of the ground? Was that a thing? Did I, I hear did, that? Chris. And I knew oh. you in particular would hear me when I said it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he get me. <laughs> I have revolt. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I must inspect this biological curiosity. I feel like it. How did these cells happen this way? What magic? What terror? What god? What devil? <laughs> this, you know, this is wild. He's just, he's just poking fingers. Just Yeah, like, yeah. As you poke one of them, a, a toad sort of crawls itself up out of the dirt uh, with the finger growing up out of its back. Uh, the frog looks at you and in common says, it's a living, and hops away. Even more questions. <laughs> huh, so everything here has extra body parts growing out of it. So what is it about this place that is making these things grow faces and fingers? Uh, spiny friend looks at you and says, my intelligence is far too low to answer, but I can take you to someone who can. Thanks, Spiny Friend. You're welcome. Spiny Friend's gonna take us to someone who knows what the deal is here. Yay! Spiny Friend says, this way! And uh, uh, leads you over... Uh, there's, so there's, like, rolling underground hills here with these glowing flowers. Um, as you crush these these flowers beneath you with the sentient faces, you hear them. Uh, all of you can hear them say, uh, life's brevity is what gives it meaning. This is not a tragedy. <laughs> I disagree. (laughs) Now, Roderick, why did you not tell us that this is where we were going? This is is so much more interesting than the potentially hopeless endless black of the caves. 
Uh, yeah, Hot Roddy's eyes are sort of darting back and forth. He goes, oh, yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I wanted it to be a big surprise, you know? Oh, I- I'm sorry, Roddy. Do you have, like, a contact here or a friend we should be speaking to first? Yeah, yeah, uh, we seem to be heading towards him, so, you know, I'll, oh. I'll let the, the flow of the evening dictate. Yeah, yeah. Cool, I'm a really cool. go-with-the-flow guy, you might have noticed. No, you, no, you're not. Well, you know, you don't notice everything. I, that's okay. You're not a go-with-the-flow guy. And that's right, the fact- I create the flow. You're right. I'm actually the boss of the flow, and I say we go forward. And he just starts going out of his way to step on more flowers than necessary. Elvie's ear twitches suspiciously, and she follows. So as you head forward, um, you come to the the, wall, the back wall of the cave, uh, and you see carved into the cave wall a cozy steampunk workshop. Its embarrassing cogs and gears protrude from the cave like traumatic memories of high school theater, too weird and humiliating to ever truly suppress. Stray windows covered in unnecessary copper accoutrement jut out here and there. A small round door, the shape and design of a Mark's wristwatch, greets you. With a clockwork creaking, the door opens, right on time. Two shapely legs walk towards you. These legs go all the way down. When I tell you, Awuga, please know I do not say it lightly. Those legs rise to meet the pot-bellied torso of a small goblin. Atop that goblinoid torso, a Henry Rollins thick human neck juts upward, culminating in a small goblin head, the exact width of the neck. (laughs) The head nods serenely. Greetings. My name is Brian Fuck, maestro of the flesh. Dibs. (laughs) Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfie. And with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. That was a HeadGum Podcast.